Welcome to podcast 2187. Enjoy the show. And don't forget to submit your blaster for inspection. Welcome to podcast 2187. This is a little bit different um, because <laughs> it happened again. I'm just going to say it where the first 30 seconds were cut off. I thought I figured it out and went away. Now it's back. So basically what all you missed is it begins and I was asking Mark what he's making for dinner because that's the most important question of this show. And uh, we're going to pick up with him halfway through the answer. I apologize for it, but this is where we are. So I'm going to put the pesto and then the parmesan on top. You there? All right. <laughs> sounds, pre- sounds pretty good there. I like it. When are you going to send it to me? Oh, boy. I'm going to have Wegmans uh, go ahead and airlift <laughs> it to you. Nice. They probably would, too, because they rock. How's the weather like in your neck of the woods? How's what? Weather. Oh, you know, I just found out recently there is the potential. Don't know for sure. Don't even know if I believe it. There might be some snow in the area tomorrow. Oh. Yeah. It's 80 today. Yeah, that's not the case for me. A little bit different. Yeah. It's all right. It's a, it's a little bit warmer than normal in this time of year, but 80s are right. I'm wearing shorts. Wearing yeah. shorts. Both oh, no. doors are wide open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A, little, a little different. <laughs> a little bit like different lifestyle. Yeah. Sorry, though. Not everybody can be uh, the king like me. I mean, let me just put it this way. Between the two of us, we are experiencing the the, the bookends of weather right now. On the cover of the backside? Sure. Because the difference in the temperatures, you know, the higher temperature goes up front. Mm-hmm. Sure. The more warm and biting. All right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what do we have tonight? We're going to be talking about a couple different things. Uh, first off, I just want to mention before I forget, real quick, um, it was mentioned, I saw today, that the actual release date for the Clone Wars on Disney Plus has been, uh, I don't know if published is the right word, but it's been released. Um, and I forgot to mention this to you, Mark, but I was going to mention this too. <laughs> Uh, I just remembered. So it is going to be on February 17th, which is a Monday. Oh. Um, I know. Good for us, right? I'm thinking live episode. But um, I don't know if they're going to do the same thing that they did with The Mandalorian or not. I'm wondering if it's going to premiere on a Monday and then move to Friday or if it's just going to be a Monday show. Because somebody pointed out if they have uh, however many episodes, I forget, uh, they did the math, but they said that it's potential. There's potential that the season finale could be on May the fourth, because that is on a Monday. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't know. Or they might move it to Friday and then move the finale to back to Monday for that. We'll see. But just want to point that out. Thought that was pretty neat that we have an official date for that now in about roughly a month, less than a month and a half. Really, it's probably just over a month. So coming soon, Clone Wars. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Fun to say be great hopefully they do it every week yeah <laughs> we are also going to be going over um some other things that we have to discuss the probably the biggest most eye-catching thing is that jason at uh making star wars.net has posted what the next star wars film saga is going to be or when it will be set and he is referring to that as the high republic era all right. It's kind of, and that came days after somebody supposedly revealed what Project Luminous was. Right. Yeah. You saw that or no? 
I did. Yeah. Right. And, and it's actually kind of included in here, which I'm going to, I'm going to read parts of Sorry. Jason's article. No, no, you could. Um, so basically he says that uh, his informants told him that the Cassian and Obi-Wan series on Disney plus are going to be going to Pinewood since other studio spaces have recently become unavailable. And the next star Wars film is thought to be there as well. Uh, and his sources elaborated on what that film series would be. They're saying that the next Star Wars saga is going to take place during an era called the High Republic era. It sounds like the setting is about 400 years before the Skywalker saga. So this new saga is set during a time that the Sith's rule of two has been established by Darth Bane. And Yoda is a Jedi, but isn't the old Jedi we knew from the Skywalker era. So we're thinking more of like a, I hope there's like a midlife crisis Yoda. Where he like has to purchase this really weird like space Corvette for no reason. That'd be awesome. You don't want to need a cane either. Oh, good point. That would be cool. Won't need a cane, and then uh, it'll be weird because you know, kids, kids who come across, kids who come across Star Wars will never have that reveal that Attack of the Clones had. It's true. You know, depends on especially what order you watch it. Especially if you watch High Republic stuff or whatever. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 it's a fair point. I, I didn't even consider like, how that would impact the character itself. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, these new films will not make up a trilogy, but rather a series of films, which will be released in the same story era and interconnect. Um, the series of D&D we're going to make uh, before they moved on to something more lucrative was going to be like this. Um this method of storytelling was supposed to apply to the uh, Star Wars story films, but they never got a chance to interconnect the two stories that they told with more material. Uh, so there, there was a scoop on... Uh, th- there's a link here he posts in the article, which goes to website ziro.hu, um, and it ran a, a scoop on that elaborates on what Project Luminous is what its intent is and it says it's going to kick off with a video game and a lot of information that corroborates the timeline information that Jason has heard. They have uh, heard some of the stories will have Jedi exploring the unknown regions. Um, and uh, he just recommends checking out that link. And apparently for some time, he's heard that project luminous was a buildup to the next uh, film era, which again, his sources are calling the high Republic era. So, again, that's not the title of the movie. It's just more like the era, the setting, like, you know, the, the Galactic Civil War is a, an era for the original trilogy. So, uh, so anyway, um, it's going to be interesting because this is going to be, of course, a new area of Star Wars that hasn't been explored before. We, th- this is what they said when Ryan Johnson was still uh, going to be working on his series of films, which we don't know what the status of that is right now. Um, but it was said that it would explore an era of Star Wars that hasn't been explored yet. So this kind of fits into that category. And um, it's going to be interesting because this is the first time, and, and Jason points this out, but this is the first time since the prequels started that we'll have this new uh, style of Star Wars. Because with the sequel trilogy, they were obviously, there's no, they've said this, they were trying to kind of mimic the style and the feel of the original trilogy. That's obvious. So um, this is going to be the first time in a while that we have a completely new, they can actually do anything with the design and characters and whatever the crap they want. They don't have to be associated with anything else because 400 years is a long time. So that's kind of exciting. We'll see what kind of new things they get. I feel like um, technologically it's 400 years ago. It can't be that advanced, but at the same time, if you look at the prequels, they, they, they have some cool tech. So we'll see what happens, but 
I think it'll be pretty neat. We're still a couple years out. We've got a lot more to learn about this series, including like who it's even going to be in it and stuff. But I think it sounds pretty cool. What was your first reaction when you heard about this? Well, so for me, I read a lot about what, um, let's start with Project Luminous, or at least what this leaker said it was about. You know, he said it was a series of games and, you know, just like multimedia tie-in with movies or TV shows or whatnot. And I guess the idea behind it was that you would have Jedi who were more specialized. Remember that part? Yeah. Which is kind of like superpowers in a way. I don't really have a problem with that per se. Like, let's say someone is an expert at, you know, uh, lifting objects, or another is an expert at, uh, you know, Jedi run fast, whatever that <laughs> that uh, thing is. So I could see people being better in some areas than the others. Right. And I actually think that's kind of it, it's not too far fetched to to think that that's the case. No, not at all. Like, especially because there was this old idea that and it still kind of exists just not to the same extent it did before but that that there were like factions of jedi in the old republic and their different saber colors meant different things as far as your your force preferences or your abilities and all this kind of stuff so it does make sense that they could have these like units almost like militaristic units of specialization so like you said kind of superhero powers this this type of vibe which is really cool yeah and that and that perhaps you know the Jedi that we have now are just watered down. You know, it's become sort of homogenized and, and sanitized yeah. and, and, you know, they've, they've forgotten just as much as, as they've ever learned. Right. So I think it's an inter- interesting idea. And especially when I don't know if it was Jason's article about the movies or not, but they mentioned that there's also other force users that will be in it. Yes. Which I think is great. It doesn't all have to be, Jedi or Sith, and and what Sith are even supposed to operate in this time period? We don't know because everything that was given before now is all legends. And well, when uh, when's the last like okay? But in legends though, who operated four hundred years prior to Phantom Menace? Do we know? I don't really know because I never really explored that in depth. But I will say I don't remember where I saw this, but I did see that recently somewhere. Um, Darth Revan was made canon again somewhere yeah, it's recently. In the, uh, Darth Cam, uh, Darth Cam, that's a good one though. <laughs> um, Darth Revan, Darth Tenebris, or whatever. Uh, the different fleets of. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, Star Destroyers for the Sith from the Rise of Skywalker as, Visual yeah, Dictionary, Admirals. right? Yep. So okay, they're bringing all that stuff in, and I th- I think it's gonna be good. You know, I I, I like the idea of there not being. Um, a trilogy, you know, or maybe the first movie that starts us off is a Yoda, you know, sort of origin story. Right. Not so much origin story, but just like familiarize yourself with Yoda and then it builds into something else. And then we get one with other people and and then maybe have like the Jedi Council. I don't know. It's like the Avengers style. I I don't know what route they're going. It'd be awesome if, if Yoda is a Jedi Knight and not a Jedi Master. In this series, oh, I'm sure he will. That'd be cool. And he has like a you know Padawan or something. Because he's got you know, I, I don't know how they age yet. Yeah. But, I mean, you know. Baby Yoda's fifty, so yeah, I don't know how that works out. If they have like a spurt or what? Maybe kids have grow spurts. Yeah, yeah, Yoda puberty. 
But I don't. Somebody said like this is uh, all about the rule of two, or the they find the Sith in hiding somewhere, and they're I I don't know. I I want a ton of Sith. I want a lot of Sith. I want a lot of bad guys. I wonder, like, how much you're gonna dive into the lore of the like mystic because like with the rise of skywalker they 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 expanded a little bit on that whole sith thing with like the the arena of sith acolyte former sith people whatever that was you know and and the emperor talking about you know every sith living in him and passing it on all this kind of stuff they kind of started to dive a little bit more into like sith lore so i wonder how much because up until then they pretty much in the movies we're just limited to being the big bad guys without much lore behind them. So I wonder how much you're going to dive into that side of things, potentially, with this. I don't know. I hope to do a lot. I mean, that's, that's the Star Wars that I like, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like it all. Don't get me wrong. But, but once they start going crazy, that, that's, the, that's the stuff I want to see. Yeah. And you know what else is cool about this, too? With them returning to a pre-prequel era. <laughs> I had to pause there. Um this is kind of random, but it's associated in my head. Um, so I saw, uh, actually, I saw Knives Out uh, yesterday. Um, oh, and it did, was, it, did it end good? I thought it was great. Okay, because I, I didn't get to see the ending, like I said, and I still haven't. So, You know, I loved it. I thought it was great. And this one of those where, like, you're laughing and intrigued and entertained throughout. It was fantastic. Um, I, thought it was, I thought it was really well written from what I saw of it. Oh, absolutely, and like, and honestly, the end you feel like it's extremely well written because of how it's it's one of those like you know everything pieces together kind of thing. You're like, whoa, that's awesome, kind of that. Oh, nice. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, when I was there, they had the theater I was at had this huge uh, poster out for the Rise of Skywalker, all that, and I was just looking at it when I was in line to get the tickets, and I'm like, you know what? It just something hit me about it. And and this may have been mentioned before, but I don't I don't know if I really got it until it, it hit me when I was looking at the poster. I like the posters for the sequel trilogy; they're fine. But um, there's obviously a difference. We know it's not the Juice Drews, and there's obvious differences between it and the posters that we have before. But what hit me about it is that there's like an elegance to them that's missing that we had from the from the first ones, especially with the prequels. When you would see a prequel poster in a theater, it was almost like a mini shrine to it with the way it was structured and, and painted and the text font of the the episode one two three all this it, it seemed like it was there was an elegance there and like this wasn't just a movie this was a venerable work of art <laughs> it's kind of how it felt and for these here they look it, you could turn it into a stained glass window it and it would look fine yes exactly yeah, I exactly get i get to and these here it almost looks more like the cover of a marvel comic book which is fine you know, they're fine posters, but I just think that's the big difference to me. When I look at these, I'm like, oh, cool. I don't look at it, and I don't instantly think legendary like you did with the old posters. I, I have no disagreement with what you said. Yeah, I just want to point that because it just it hit me when I was, again, in line to, to see it. I just uh, felt like I'd point that out. Uh, what else? Um, yeah, so anyway, just as a, you know, the High Republic era... Um, I think it sounds neat, intriguing. I love the idea of exploring more. This is going to add so much to the lore because, I mean, we just finished right now with this sequel trilogy where we can expand beyond the movies and, and go afterward. And because so far there are no stories that exist past The Rise of Skywalker right now. So we have a whole future to explore with those stories. And now we're going to get a whole lot of story potential to go before the movies as well. So right now, this Skywalker saga, which has just ended, 
they're they're really showing it to be this tiny little fragment of the timeline for what they can do here. So I think that's a great thing for the potential of stories that you can tell in a Star Wars setting. I agree. All right. So uh, I guess next up, Mark, we'll take uh, we'll give you the floor because you got something you want to talk about. Well, no, hold on, hold on. Let's talk about. Oh boy. Uh, let's talk about rebels real quick. No, let's talk about rebels because because potentially here's the thing. So so you haven't got to the point of saying that there's rumors that the next animated film or animated series will be a spinoff from Rebels, but it oddly ties into some of what you just post posted if these other rumors are true. Now, some people are saying these rumors aren't true, so you didn't, did you not read it? You want me to just do it? Well, I, I figure I can I can pull it up, but well, I don't have it ready. The thing is, is that is that a lot of this, from what I read with Project Luminous and with, with the High Republic deals with the, un- the unknown regions. Yes. And supposedly, so first of all, um, uh, first order transmissions, uh, Corey Wolfpack, uh, Outlaw Noah, they, they, their scoop says that uh, the next series coming out will be a sequel to Rebels. Um, didn't give a timeline for when we might get that announcement or what the situation is, but, but they broke it. And then there are people that said, yes, I've heard that too. But then on Reddit today, there's a, a person who came forward and said that. Now, Corey says this is not true what this person said, but this person said that they are already in production on season two. Season right. one is, is finishing up. Right. The storyline generally revolves around um, Ahsoka and... Sabine going to see, you know, going to find Ezra. Right. Uh, Rex is also involved. Right. Uh, supposedly the, the cloners are back on Camino and may have found a way to keep him alive longer and or make him younger. I don't know what that means exactly. I think see, just like that, extract the aging element to it or something like that. It, it does. And, and this is why I almost like this would be the one thing that I read that I'm like, OK, this is true. Floney does not like to kill his his characters at all. Right. And so if there's anything that feels very like Floney-ish, it's finding a way to keep Rex going uh-huh. pa- past his shelf life. Because you've already got Ahsoka way past her shelf life. You've already got Rex. So anyways, the idea then is that you would jump cut between um, <clears throat> them looking for Ezra and Ezra and Thrawn, who sort of formed an uneasy alliance in the in the outer regions or the the unknown regions, and it talks about you know I think you see, I think they said you'd see uh, uh, his daughter, uh-huh. um, Thrawn's daughter or whatnot. So I don't know. I I, I think the idea that it it could be part of this whole Project Luminous thing if. We're really starting to see a lot of stuff, you know, the outer region, or excuse me, the unknown region type of stuff. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I could see parts of that because I, I read that when um, I, I feel like parts of it could make sense. Uh, it's not necessarily absolutely going to happen. And like you pointed out, Corey's saying that according to him, it, it doesn't seem like that's correct, right? Right. He says, I, I think he said, no, it's not true or it's BS. Right. So, like, you know, I can see it going either way. I could see it where somebody who just understands 
how this works. We have numerous examples of how these animated series tend to go in the past. Could just take that and kind of extrapolate in their heads how a new one might go and run with it. I can, you know, anybody can do that. Um, but I could see parts of this working. So if somebody did make it up, and I have to say that person has a decent understanding of how they make animated series for Star Wars. Well, yeah, and, they, and they threw some, they threw some creature out there or some character out there. I have no idea what it is, but apparently uh, I'm, I'm not a huge EU guy. I'm really yeah. not. Uh, but it was hold on let me see what it was called it was called a zillow beast no okay I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah i would ricotta? remember that too ricotta yeah that's what it was which are like supposedly these force users that were uh taking over uh and this would be like the only last the last one left and and he sort of uh benevolent now or, or nice i think he trains them in the way of the forest or something but I, i'm not yeah. sure I, I really don't know much about it but to, to kind of go back to what we do know though again there it, it is being reported from a few different places that there will be a follow-up series to rebels in some capacity coming out soon or i say soon i mean as far as not like, you know, next year even, but just at, in, in relatively soon. They're working on it. Um, and uh, I feel like it, it most likely would be a Disney Plus uh, platform, right? I mean, it'd have to yeah. be. Yeah, I think everything at this point is sort of Disney Plus. Yeah. So, unless, unless you go for the kiddies. Right. Well, I mean, even still, I mean, that's a great way to attract that audience to Disney Plus and to have the kids go, Mom, I need you to get Disney Plus. You know, Dad, come on, get it for me. If they don't already, you know, that would be another reason to get it. Yeah, but I mean, what are you watching? What, but, but I'm talking for adults, at least, or, or fans or something. What are you watching on, on Disney Plus right now? Anything? Oh, I mean, yeah, most likely they already are, but... I, I watched, uh, what did I watch, Togo? About the about the sled um, dog, it was it was an exclusive to Disney. Made it it's an exclusive to Disney Plus. It's got good old uh, uh, Willem Dafoe. Oh, it's good. It, it's hilarious. Like when Disney Plus was coming out, and they're like, "We're gonna have this and that." I'm like, "Oh, great! I'm gonna watch all these things." Yeah, I've only watched Mandalorian. I watched one episode of The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Uh, that might be it. I watched all the Imagineering ones. I watched the old, um, what is it, like, Wonderful World of Color. It used to be a show that was on ABC. Yeah. Back in the 50s and 60s. About Disneyland, I watched that. Uh, what else? Sound of Music. Nice. I mean, it all I looks great. And, and I want to watch these things, but I don't know. I just haven't. Maybe that's coming up soon, though, now that Mandalorian's well, done. The thing is, there really is a lot of series that are out there everywhere for people to watch. Like, I finished The Man in the High Castle. I just started and finished The Witcher, which I loved. Uh, I was going to ask you if you watched that. Oh, I loved it. Did you see it? No, but I have some uh, coworkers who've seen it. They talk about it. Yeah, it started. I almost I almost gave up on it about uh, halfway into the second episode. Yeah? Oh, yeah, I was like, okay, not sure. And then I, and then I watched it... Uh, I kept watching it, and it got good at the end of that episode. And then episode three was really good, and it was yeah, good. The, I, I mean, I, I liked it a lot. 
It kind of matches what I heard. It was basically they throw you really into the middle of it. So if you don't know any of the story or anything, you'll be lost at first. But then it kind of sorts itself out and you get hooked as it goes. Well, yeah. And there was, a, um, you know, it's tough for me. I, I've immersed myself in Game of Thrones, you know, eight seasons. Uh, I watched it like three times. I got the big giant wood box set. I'm about to start watching it all again. Um, but this was, you know, it's obviously not Game of Thrones. It's not intended to be. It's, right. it's definitely not even, you know, Lord of the Rings. It's less serious uh, than that, even though it's got a serious bent. It's not, the budget is not as high. Uh-huh. And there's far more fantasy elements to it. So, like, one of the things that took me out of it was, I thought, you know, subpar special effects, like, in the second episode. I was like, okay, this looks bad. Right. So, but, you know, it, it's definitely worth a watch. I also heard that the sword fights are pretty good. Oh, very good. That the, there's a sword fight at the end of the first one that's amazing. Nice. Um, and and you know the last episode of the season it ends on a high note as far as like production values, everything. It was really good. You know, and then today we see that the the office is open for Willow the series. I don't know if you saw that news. I didn't. I knew it was coming, but I didn't see that. Well, they're officially you know the office is open. Uh, I don't know if John Kasdan is the showrunner or not, but he's the one that that tweeted it out. Nice. Yeah, so, you know, there's just a lot of stuff to watch. And, and it, it's tough watching old, you know, animated Disney movies when, you know, I've, I've still got tons of other things coming. You know, something you said just reminded me to real quick, just a quick PSA. Uh, I don't know if anybody's heard of this or not, or if they if they did hear it, they believed it or anything. But there have been rumors recently going around on the internet. And especially if you went logged onto Twitter, you might have seen the trending topic of release the JJ cut. And I just want to say, if anybody was aware of that or anything, personally, I, I did read what that was based off of. And I don't believe it based off of what is known behind the scenes about this movie and how it went and stuff. I'm not the end all. I don't know everything like some people like Jason do, but based off of what I do know and what I've heard, um, it was uh, conflicting with what was being reported. So I don't believe it. I wouldn't put any stock in that. Um, I do believe that there may be different, ver not versions, but there may be different, there are differences in various stages of the production of this movie and something before it was edited down, of course, and all this. Of course, you know, there are different, that's how JJ operates. He changes as he goes. He said that he, he rewrites the script while he's filming. This is a thing that he does. So it's, it's normal procedure for him. But so, so there is some truth in there, but it's an obvious, normal, nothing unusual about it. It's how he makes movies. The, the extent to which it's been reported that there were issues and backstabbing and all this kind of stuff, I, I think it's way exaggerated slash false. So I wouldn't put too much stock into that if anybody was hearing about that and concerned. So I actually listened to the podcast today with the editor of Rise of Skywalker. Uh-huh. And her thing was basically that they are they were so behind eight ball as far as time. Yeah. Um so I guess Kennedy and Rejwan were really uh, getting on JJ to get into the studio to do edits uh to, to work on the cut. And I guess he was tired and beat, so they came up with a system to where they started the editors, started editing the film on set with him. Right. 
while they're filming it. So they would do tons of edits. Yeah. And they would do edits of full scenes and do edits of different versions. And here's a version with Leia where it looks like this, and here's a version where it looks like that. Or here's the edit of that scene that you filmed, and here's the edit that you didn't see. So I guarantee you there's tons of stuff that was filmed that is not ever in the final cut. Absolutely. I mean, at one point they had, I mean, they discussed, uh, Chris Terrio was saying they would have rather had it be in two parts if they could, because there was that much to go over. But there's not some magical, you know, uh, from, from what, from what she said, they barely finished the cut. Um, And the reason the cut was even finished is because Disney said, you're done. (laughs) What you have now is it, it was uh, December. I mean, it was right after Thanksgiving. That I got that I got pulled away from them, yeah, because they had to start preparing it for overseas markets, right? And so that's it. That's the story. You know, it, it's not some grand scheme to where there's a three and a half, four hour cut, and we never got to see it because Disney made changes. Right. There's probably a lot of deleted scenes to where they could make. You know, it's the deleted scenes like you know the Wampa attack on Hoth. Or the deleted scenes to where it's like, you know, the sandstorm in Return of the Jedi. Right. I don't even think they're that big. Right. There's always deleted scenes that you can add back into a film. Lucas had it. Uh, I didn't look at really any Ryan. Ryan Johnson had some alternate scenes. Yeah. You know, and so did J.J. Abrams. He had scenes where what? Uh, Chewbacca pulls the arms off of Unker Plutt. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that, but you're right. Yeah, so... You know, it's uh, it happens. It doesn't mean there's some magical cut. I think, yeah. I think when they looked at it, they said, "Well, we don't really, we like, we like, uh, we like our Hobbit buddy, but there's really not much. You know, he's not. It's not important to the story." Yes, yeah, like are are there scenes like you just said? Are are there scenes from this movie that exist that are not in the finished product? Of course, as with every movie, and there might be a lot of them because they had to do a decent amount of cutting to get this from the big story that they had down to what it is. And with reshoots, and the story is shifting. It's just the the process and the procedure of how this film came together. It has nothing to do with again internal backstabbing and power conflicts and all this kind of drama. That, I mean, it was hard, and they worked hard for it. And I'm sure, as with any passion product, they have disagreements, and they try to figure it out. Of course, duh, you know, but it's just nothing like what was being re- represented, which is why I was saying parts of it that are, are slightly true are very exaggerated, and parts of it are just completely false. So again, I wouldn't put any stock into that. Yep. So, I'm going to yep. clear that out real quick. Um, what else do we got? Uh, oh, let's talk about the comics now. Yes. So Marvel kind of had a revamp of their comics. And, um, you know, when I was a kid, I, uh, I, you know, bought a ton of comics as a kid. But one of the first comics I ever bought was, you know, after Empire Strikes Back, I wanted to find out what was going on, you know, with Star Wars. So I'd follow the, you know, the, the story monthly. They had a mm-hmm. monthly Star Wars comic. You couldn't, that's how, that's how only really one of the few ways that you could actually immerse yourself into Star Wars because there wasn't really that many novels and you couldn't, you didn't have it on DVD or Blu-ray or streaming to watch, you know, so that's how you kept, you know, immersed in, in the world. And so now they're up to the point that they're starting the storyline. They, they started over with Star Wars one and went out and bought it. It takes place after Empire Strikes Back. 
But what's awesome is it doesn't even it doesn't even finish the movie. You're still in the movie. It basically takes place from they've just picked him up from underneath Cloud City. And so it's him and Lando and they're distrusting Lando and he's doubting himself. And you haven't even got to the point to where he's had his hand reattached. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, you didn't even realize that there's an actual interesting story there to be told because now he's like, no one's talking to Luke starts lashing out because he breaks some windows and, and almost tapping into the dark side a little bit because no one's talking to him. He's trying to talk to Ben. Ben's not talking to him. He, he does. He's like, Yoda, you know, they lied to me. He, he's getting angry that nobody told him about this. You know, is right. it true? It's good stuff. It's really good. Nice. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's fun. You know, I'm, I'm really excited to go once a month, go buy, a, a, you know, a Star Wars comic again. And I was comparing it. I reread the, uh, I reread today the, the old Star Wars comic that happened immediately after Empire, just to kind of compare. Yeah. And that one was, Luke has his hand. He wants to make sure that he's okay. So he goes out <clears throat> flying his X-Wing, and he happens to come across a Star Destroyer. And what happens? He gets shot into space, or his X-Wing blows up, and him and R2, you know, magnetize to the other side of, <laughs> of the Star Destroyer. <laughs> he still has his uh, lightsaber. Hey, that's what matters. Yeah, they don't even try. They don't even try and explain what happened to the lightsaber. He's got it. He, you know, <laughs> cuts, he cuts his way into the star destroyer like he did for the for the AT-AT. Right. And then there's a there's a probe droid inside the star destroyer that has to fight off, and then he ends up getting out. So it's just like, you know, to me at the time, I was like, "This is great. <laughs> it's fantastic." And and but you look at the difference to where. Now, knowing the end game of Return of the Jedi, you can really start to build the issues. Knowing uh-huh. what happened in the prequels, you can really start to build the issues. Because some of the main, some of the supporting characters in the, in the, the new Star Wars comic is Poe's parents. You know, they're, they're in the rebellion. Uh-huh. You know, so you're starting to build that whole world together. So, what kind, like, how far do you see this? specific series going in the timeline i think i think they'll hit jedi like up to oh yeah the the first the first series took place immediately after a new hope and then ended with them going to the rebel base on hoth okay and so this one it, you know is them they're starting it from obviously right after empire strikes back and then i'm sure they're going to go to return of the jedi and then the Darth Vader comic that comes out at the same time more or less covers the same time period, but from his perspective. Right. Now, it stopped for a while. I started reading, because uh, uh, I didn't know as an as a Amazon Prime member I have free comics. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm an Amazon Prime member. Now what? Oh, yeah, on your Kindle, you get free, uh, free comics. There's tons of graphic novels for free. I'm reading all these Star Wars comics uh, that what? take place... Oh God, yeah, man! I'll send you links. Yeah, <laughs> I did not know this. Yeah, I just read. I just read the one how Darth Vader got his red lightsaber, and then I read the one where he goes after Jocasta New. 
Oh, sweet. Oh yeah, it's all it's all good stuff. Right, they've got oh, yeah. they've got the comic adaption of uh of the um what is it the uh, Tron novel. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I am so in. Oh, it's great. You have a you have a Kindle account and all that. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> it's so easy. I was just scrolling through to buy it, you know, because I was like, I'm going to buy this. I want to read it, and it said. Available free as a as a member of Prime. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> That's awesome. I did not know that. So you can check out any ten books uh, that are available as part of this free program um, at any time. You can only have ten out. The only thing, the only thing that, that I found so far that's kind of annoyed me is there was a there was a what is it a um, a special event called Vader Down that tied the two. Uh, comics together yeah and that has its own trade paperback and it's not part of the ones that are free uh but nor can you get it on comiXology which is weird it's like it doesn't exist oh even the darth the darth maul series where he, he meets you know he works with cad bane oh yeah that's, yeah, on yeah. There, that's on there for you to use to to read for you as well if you're a prime member ah <sighs> yeah i'm so <laughs> doing that a whole new world. No, seriously, like I had that in my head. Like I thought of that. I wasn't singing it, but I thought that in my head. Fantastic point of view. We might be hanging out too much. Free comics for me. All right. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah. it's definitely worth it. I'm gonna go out every. Uh, I'm gonna go out every month. I normally have Wednesdays off. I'm gonna buy every issue. I guess there's gonna be this. There's gonna be. Another Darth Vader series, and then Bounty Hunters. And I want to read or uh, download or, or whatever, like buy the um, Kylo Ren series. When is it? Is that out yet, or is it still uh, coming? First, first issue came out already, sold out. Second no. issue is coming. You can buy it on Comicsology though to read digitally if you want. I might have to because I, I mean, print's cool and all. <laughs> you know, I guess I, I, personally I would prefer print, but if I, I, I'll do what I have to. Yep. All right. That's pretty good too. That that changes that changes everything as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about that last time. Duh. I remember. Yep. Yeah. About the whole it's, burning it's of the fun. temple thing. Yep. All right. Well, all good stuff. Um, I guess at this point, what we're gonna do real quick is we are going to. Uh, last week we had some questions for the audience and we got a pretty good reply here. So, um, we're going to go ahead and, uh, let him speak. This is, uh, I guess, back to back returning vocal guest, uh, <laughs> that, that we have. So, um, let me just give him the floor for a second. He'll let, uh, let everybody know what the answers are to the questions we had. And then we will give you a new question when he's done. So let's get that. I'll do Tim and Mark. It's real farm boy. And hit you back with the answers to them questions that you kind of thought up last minute. Glad you like the idea. Because I've been asking of it to many other shows. So many other shows that's in my playlist through a day or a week. And a good lot of them. Even post up in that Twitterverse, too. Same way. You come near the end of their, their, their show, they go and ask for listeners, send us your questions. Or they post up in that Twitterverse saying, send us your questions. And I've always been thinking as I mentioned previous, that conversations can get deeper and wider and bigger and longer if folks are asking each other questions. 
and I'm glad you like that idea. Um, let's see here. Well, Mark asked, what would my favorite scene be out of the entire Star Wars saga? All, I'm going to say it's 12 stories, because they are. Most folks don't really include that they're Clone Wars film from 2008, but for us here, it was in theaters. And it counts as a story, even whether you like it or not, it's it's a Star Wars story. Now, I don't go and rate nor rank nothing about any of them, not in any kind of watching order. I don't have, if you, you're going to ask me, like Brandon from Clash and Sabres, he and I stand about on that same ground. You're going to ask me what my favorite Star Wars story is, and for me, I'll tell you, it's going to be the one I just watched, which in this case would be Rise of Skywalker. Or a couple evenings ago, I watched Rogue One. Or maybe the next one I'm going to go and give a watch. That that there one's my favorite. But scene. I, well, hell, I can even go and do that for <laughs> every Star Wars story. I've got several scenes. But I'll go and not as... I'll say it's a favorite because it's the, the first one that stuck with me. And it'll be from A New Hope. And for most folks our age, Mark, and maybe including for you too, Tim... Uh, most folks will always go and say that it's the start of a new hope when Natandavi's being pursued by the Devastator and the Devastator just goes on and on and on. For me, is when Tandavi's being boarded and we see all them Rebel Fleet Troopers in the corridor and the hatchway gets blowed open and in come Stormtroopers. That right there for me seeing them just pouring through that door and the first two get took down and then after that everything come apart for the for the crew of the ship and don't go and tell me stormtroopers can't can't hit their targets because they took down that ship so that there's that's that would be my first favorite scene what got me hooked into many years later i was a stormtrooper in garrison Creta in the 501st legion proud to been a lot of fun um favorite track well that nearly goes about same as Frank and Stories. But, and I like both Yin's two picks with uh, TIE Fighter Attack. Yep, yep. Um, and also agreed Tim, Asteroid Field. I wouldn't say it's nearly overrated or underrated, but, oh, if I'm going to pick one off the top of my head because I can do it for, there's so much dang good music in every Star Wars story. Um, favorite track for the moment. Because it, one that when you you give a listen to it, kind of gets stuck on you a bit. I'm gonna say Jedi Steps, from the Last Jedi, or no, from the End of Force Awakens. Oh, that was bad. All right. Um, well, there's mine, and we'll see other listeners. Hope they participating in, because that's gonna be a good listen for my my playlist. So, boys, when your next episode hits. I'll give you that shout out in Twitterverse. Hope other folks give a listen too. Until then, my Star Wars friends, may the force be with you. See you on the radio. So, all right. Well, first, for, actually, Mark, you know, first off, I, I think there's something you want to know. Yeah, he answered like two of the three questions. Okay. So, one, so one what of else? Questions, real farmer, do you or do you not make your own butter? I specifically remember you asking that last week, and I can't yes. help but notice it's not, it's not included in this. 
you, it's not there. you have you have little vignettes that when you respond, you record yourself uh, responding. I know that you're uh, into the vintage lifestyle and all that, and you're a farm boy, and you're rural. So, you gotta know, do you churn your own butter? And if so, send me some. <laughs> So that you can uh, package it in podcast two and eight seven packaging, mm-hmm. and we'll have a we'll have a butter line in uh, yep. the LA area. A pat of podcast butter. There you go. Why do they call it a pat of butter anyway? I wasn't in charge of that. I have no idea. Aren't those little things the greatest things in the world? When when you get your bread at your table, and there's those little individually wrapped butters. It's pretty cool. It is. It's definitely cool. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Okay, all and, right. And the butter ratio is always, always, always like, I don't know if they assume that you're going to use that for multiple slices, but that's not for multiple slices of butter. <laughs> it's perfectly portioned for one, right? Yes. And you see the people that cut it in half. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's not for half. You, you use it all. There's no serving size listed on the packaging. Come on. Yeah, I went to, I think I went to Sam's Club and they had it all uh, like that. And I almost thought for a split second that I'd buy it just to give a little, you know, individual serving size uh, butters to myself. But do you think, crazy. do you think there's anybody who exists who buys those and then just like chomps on it? Oh, God, yeah. Really? You think? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Huh. I mean, I guess I'm not surprised, but I'd never thought about it until now. Tim, do you like mayo? Did you say mayo? Yeah, mayonnaise. Uh, some of it. It depends on the brand. Some's good, some's not. Yeah, Hellman's is probably the one you use. No, I mean they're 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 not bad, but well, for for me that that's the same as Best Foods on our coast. That's what it's called. Hellman's okay. and Best Foods, just like for you guys. Uh, what is it? Hardee's. You have a Hardee's there. Yeah, I do. Uh, what's it, what's uh, uh uh? I know what it's called for you guys. I'm trying to remember. Carl's Jr. Yep, that's it. So, anyways, uh, yeah. So, so I love mayo. I, you know, I, I tend to use. I don't. I don't. If I put mayo on a sandwich, I don't put it on with a with a knife. I put it on with a spoon. Uh huh. And, and I use a spoon to do it. But then I also eat whatever's left over. And it's probably disgusting to quite a few listeners, but I will <laughs> eat them. I'll eat the mayo off the spoon, whatever's left. So I have a coworker that you know the the Popeyes chicken sandwich I was making a huge a little bit ago. Yes. Um, I have a coworker who went to go get one, and he got one, but he cannot stand mayonnaise, so he had them uh, make it without that. Um, and he said it wasn't as good as what he imagined it would be, because apparently they have a lot of the flavor or spices or something oh, in sure. the mayonnaise. Sure. So yeah, he was disappointed. I bet. Yeah. You know, so it's designed to be eaten as a whole. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, like with the the combination of uh, layering flavors, all that kind of stuff. Well, it's like we have a we have a uh, hamburger place out here called Tommy's, right? This uh-huh. really looks like diarrhea, <laughs> but it is, but it is amazing. You know, it, it is fantastic. But it better standard, be if you have to down it. Oh, it is so good. Their standard, their standard chili burger has uh, mustard on it, mustard okay. pickles, and that doesn't seem to me that's not right. <laughs> is it would you have mustard on the chili burger i mean i could i could see it 
would you do it on your own? Like if you're designing a chili burger, would you have mustard? If you're designing your own, I don't. I don't think so. No. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But I. But that's the only way you order this thing, and it magically works together. Right. But I will never ask for a chili burger with mustard anyplace else. But I right. will eat it exactly as they made it because that's the way it's delicious. So I don't mm. even know what this has to do with Star Wars. <laughs> well, what it has to do with Star Wars is that we are discussing how you have to experience the entire thing and not just a piece of it. So if you look at an individual movie, for example, it it should work as an individual movie, but there is also a larger picture to it, which is the entire franchise and the, and the whole the flow of the story from beginning to middle to end, which is the Skywalker saga. Now we are back to Star Wars. So um, we're going to be in such a lull right now. <laughs> well, no, you know, we'll, I mean, we'll figure it out. Well, we got, we got bombarded, you know, it was great. We, we, got, we did. With, uh, it, I, I'm missing my, my every Friday morning is Mandalorian and every Friday morning is the score for that episode of the Mandalorian. I am missing that. I do feel like I might, I don't know. I might replace it with every Friday is going to be Clone Wars and leading up to the return of it. Maybe yeah. we'll see. Is, is Kiner coming back? I don't know. I was just thinking about that the other day because I haven't heard. I'm assuming so. I've seen some of the other people that composed episodes talking about it being back, but I haven't heard them specifically reference Kevin Kiner. Yeah, I've heard nothing official about it, but I'm assuming he would, but we'll see. And are we also assuming that uh, we're going to be getting the Darksaber and possibly even uh, Gus Fring in this episode? It's possible. Hey, oh, oh, King. Here. <laughs> can, can we just keep a bad guy bad? I hope to God they don't make, you know, uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Who? What's his name? Moff, Moff, uh, Moff Gideon? Yes. Please keep him bad. Oh, I'm sure he will. Because if now, supposedly, if that rumor is true that Thrawn... And Ezra have an uneasy alliance, and it's, people are already thirsting for Thrawn as it is. But now he's kind of he's kind of okay, you know. He's not such a bad guy. And then you had Callus, who was like a mass murderer. He wiped out, you know, he wiped out most of uh, you know, Zeb's people. But he's okay. Kylo, okay, I got it. <clears throat> he redeemed himself, but people are mad that he's not able to live a life of luxury and happiness. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, you know, Anakin turned to Darth Vader and then back to Anakin. And I get all that, but let's keep a lot of these bad guys just bad. Yeah, there was especially no for Krennic, for Tarkin, for yeah. Maul. Even Maul had like Obi Wan cradling him. Yeah, and, and they gave him kind of an understanding to, to his story, his character. Yes. I feel like you, when you mentioned about Thrawn, it's kind of a good point, too, because what was so cool about him and the reason people like me started really liking him in the first place based off of the Zahn novels was that he was through and through. No doubt about it. He was the bad guy, but he was kind of respectable in his bad guyness, if that makes sense. So he's like, why, you, might, you might not agree with him. You have a level of respect for him being the bad guy. He's like Hannibal Lecter. He's like a gentleman villain to where you're like, boy, this guy's nice. I mean, he eats people, but if I could just get by the fact that he murders and eats people, 
I wouldn't mind hanging out with him. Yeah, that, that minor detail. Yeah, and, and I think the Thrawn the same way. He's sophisticated. He's worldly. You know. Yeah. He's, he's got that voice. He do. But it, it's like let's keep him the villain. He just bombed the crap out of the rebels that were trying to leave that planet. You know, it, it's, let's just leave him the villain. Yeah, I support that. Yeah. So I like I, I want I want my villains to be villains. Yeah, I'm like Palpatine. How he turned out to be the good guy. Oh wait, never mind. Although I do want one one bad guy to be a mole, though. I started thinking about this in the in the comics. You know. How, yeah. they, how they're doing the Empire Strikes Back. I can see Moff to Jared being the mole. Like Hux? Yeah. Okay. Well, because you know how they said we have worried that the Emperor is uh, going to be on the Death Star? Yeah. I can see it being him. Yeah. He's, wor- yeah, he's worried, that, that. That he's, worried like, he's going to die. He's like, that's the last time you guys pushed me to get this stupid project done. <laughs> he's really just a contractor. But yeah. <laughs> he's here. We're under schedule. We're over budget. He's gonna be mad. <laughs> he's like rebels. Please come blow this up before they blow yeah. me up. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, maybe. So I don't know. Is that why he conspicuously left before yeah. the explosion? Yep. Mm. There's always got to be one, you know. Yeah. Oh, and then the other rumors, real quick. Uh, supposedly they're looking to cast a young Luke Skywalker, right, for the Obi Wan movie. Yeah, dude. I think we talked about that last week. I think. Okay. And what about uh, casting? Like the rumors are that Cassian will have a sister, or flashback to times when you know his sister was sort of uh, his influence. Yeah, they're they're just rumors about it. Diving really into his backstory. I saw. Oh, I gotta I gotta find it uh, if I can. Uh, what's what's the name of that Twitter account? Well, um, they summarize the articles. Summarize like, articles, or it's not saved you a click, but they like. Oh man, I'm trying to blank. Like they'll they'll retweet an article and then, uh, like a clickbait article, and then they'll just put in like a sentence or two what you actually need to know about the article. I can't. Is it? This? I don't think it's this. Oh, I think it is this. Okay, hold on. Hold on. It's not this. Okay, I failed. So basically, okay. um, there there was somebody. I think it was like Comic Book Resources, maybe, who put out a tweet that said something about the Cassian Andor series is going to focus on uh, him as a character leading uh, uh, up until Rogue One, not not afterward. And they basically retweeted and they were like, yeah, I'd really hate to have a story about him after Rogue One. Because he's dead. I I think from now on should let you wait extra long for an answer because, you know, that was good. It was, but you realize I'm going to edit it down, though. Never mind. Well, I guess I don't have to this time. Just no, we'll let this one slide. A comfortable silence is really good sometimes, you know. What I mean. It is, but we also don't want people to be listening in the car and be like, "Oh crap, my speakers went out." Like that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, 
Uh, yeah, so we got all that stuff going on. I do want to, before I forget, I do want to give out, there's one more uh, a question I want to ask of our listeners. We can send it in to us through our Twitter account, which is at Podcast2187. Uh, either tweet it at us, you can direct message it to us or whatever. You can record an audio of yourself that we can include in the show or just a, a type up a text email and send those to Podcast2187 at gmail.com. Um, and uh, speaking of that real quick, I do want to, at some point, if I have time, I don't, I don't have time right now, but at some point, I do. we have podcast287.com. That is a thing. It is a website. I barely like do anything with it. So if you go there right now, it's going to be sad and out of date. I am looking to try to update that and revamp it, hopefully in the not too distant future. Um, but anyway, so send for now, there's a contact form there, but for now you can just send up to podcast287 at gmail.com. That works. Um, my question for people now is with this rumored, uh, not even rumored, but this forthcoming, uh, film series based off of the high Republic era, and this story of the, the rule of two being enforced at this time. If you know that you're going to have a rule of two explored with, with the Sith here, uh, what would you do if you're in charge of making this show and you have to develop new Sith for it? It doesn't matter if it's the Master or the Apprentice. For either one, what is a unique character trait you would give to your Sith? Now, whether this is something like a saber, like, you know, Kylo's saber is unique from the rest, something like that, or a personality thing, like maybe more like Revan, where, like, maybe this one person has both the light and dark side to them at the same time, or just something like that. What you, Neither of those work, because they've both, both been done. But what unique thing would you give your Sith to develop in this new High Republic era? Because, again, we're exploring this new era with Star Wars that we don't have before, so you can do anything you want with it. So let us know what you would like to see and what you would do. I think that's pretty yeah. neat. We'll tell you ours next week, too, because I haven't even thought about this yet. No, same. I just came up with it. So, <laughs> yeah, I'll think about it. And yeah, we'll have something next week, and hopefully we can uh, discuss yours, too. All right. I think we're good. I do want to say Happy New Year. We're in 2020 now. Thank you to everybody who has stuck with us thus far. We are not yet at our birthday anniversary thing that's coming up here pretty soon, though. We are almost four years old. I'm holding up four fingers, and I'm saying we're almost this many. We're close. Uh, we are. I, I am trying to get something together for that, something that I think will be pretty cool, kind of community-based. We'll see if that pans out, but <laughs> that's what I'm going to try to do. Um, so uh, stick around for that. That's something to look forward to. And thank you again to everybody who stuck with us this year. It was a pretty good year for us. We get like year-end stats uh, on how the show does and all that. Um, and it's it was pretty encouraging, I, I think, what we saw. It's definitely an improvement for us as a show from the year before. And um, I really... Uh, I, I don't always... I figure this out as I do it. I had not really done a podcast before I started this one and it's been off for again, almost four years now, but I'm, I still am just discovering trying to find new things to bring to this on the technical side. I'm trying to get better about it on the content side too. Um, but everybody who continues to listen to us and give us feedback and uh, let us know how we're doing. I'm continually every week looking to evolve this as best I can. There's only so much I can do as one person, but I'm doing the best I can to make it work. So I always appreciate everybody who's listening, giving us feedback and participating and, and just being engaged and involved with us. I appreciate it a lot. So happy new year. I hope everybody has a fantastic upcoming 2020, the next 12 months. And we'll be here for it. We got Clone Wars coming up soon. And Mark, you interrupted me. Hey, man. I just want to let you know before you're ready to sign out that uh, I still got some new business. Huh? Yes. 
Um, what was your favorite movie of last year? Favorite movie of last year, like the year 2019? 2019. I mean, off the top of my head, The Rise of Skywalker. I mean. Okay. That's fine. All right, Mark. What was your favorite movie of the past year? No, it's not Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I figured. It's it's Endgame. Oh, I mean that was a good one. That that might be my number two. Knives Out's up there too. I really enjoyed that, but that might be three. I don't think that would beat out in a game. No, like like my my second would probably be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I you know <laughs> what am I once again. Going back to this conversation, one of my coworkers was talking to me today about that because I really wanted to see that movie and I still haven't yet. Like that and Joker. That's no, I wanted to see that. And I want to see Joker and I haven't seen either of those yet. And I really wanted to. So Joker's up there too. But, uh, and that's not obviously, look, I do a podcast on, on, uh, you know, Tim and I do a podcast on, on Star Wars. Uh, Sometimes. Well, yeah. Most, most of the time. But uh, and, and I'm a super fanboy, but also I have other likes. Yeah, and just to, you know, to be honest, Avengers Endgame got me more. But I could also be honest and say, as of right now, I think, I think, uh, I think my Skywalker is better than Phantom Menace for me. So it's not broken. Even. It's broken through that that seventh position. I'm not putting Solo and Rogue One in there. But it's right. broken through that, that seventh position. It's at number six right now. Okay. For me, that's a big deal, Tim. I was, you know. Yeah. No, that's cool. I support and my, you. My, my, birthday is, uh, my birthday is on Thursday. Uh, as oh, of now, nice. the plan is to go and watch it on my birthday. Happy birthday in advance. Yeah. It, will be a, it will also be an awesome happy birthday to watch Star Wars. Yeah. Yep, so I'm excited. It should be fun. Nice. I'm going to try to see it again soon. I don't know when, but when I do, it will be number five for me when I do get to see that. I'm going to help push it over that one billion mark. I think it might already be there, though, today. It yeah, it was, it's past 900 million, and yeah, I don't think it's going to take it very long to get to a billion. Nope. It's almost at a billion. Well, maybe I'll try to see it on Thursday, and then you and I can push it. Will be the reason that it's a billion dollar movie. That's right. Therefore, we get part of the shares of the royalties for the movie. That's funny too. That's what we do. Yeah, we are that. We're that good. You know, Disney. Don't worry about it. We'll only take point three percent of the earnings of this movie. That's all. <laughs> I feel like that's still eight hundred million or something stupid. Like that. <laughs> so, it's all right. Yeah, it's insane. So, okay, all right. Are we? Is there any other business you have no, Mark, before business. I before I start I'm, a beautiful wrap up that you interrupt? I'm done. Sorry, you already finished your wrap up. Well, I can't. I mean, it's ruined now. Oh, okay, sorry. That's all right. If I didn't interrupt you, it wouldn't be us. It's my turn that time to to make a dramatic pause. That was fine. I was about to check my equipment and make sure that uh, you're working right. <laughs> All right. So we're going. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next time. And as always, we have been Podcast 2187. I don't even know what kind of exit that is. But there, it's Bye. an exit. Nah, there's that, too.